We are rolling whenever you guys are ready. We are rolling. Okay, I'm just gonna rolling, 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 <clears throat> rolling, rolling, rolling on the river. There you go. Little synth right there. Hey, rolling. Hey, hey, rolling, rolling on the river. Rolling, 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 rolling on the river. What's up, Thanks everybody? Right? I feel like we have to, we have, it's like, we have to start off with a song, like, mm-hmm. and we have to end with a song, because we do music. It's how we do it, man. Uh, it's, it's our comfort zone. I mean, it's I, I sneeze. Do. When I sneeze, I don't know if you've seen me, do, I like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like some like yeah I'll like my daughter actually sneezes like this she goes <laughs> oh and I no. always thought that that was a learned thing naturally she's always done it where she doesn't actually do the sneeze sometimes she does sometimes I've gotten the full blast yeah right? she stops yeah. sneezing in your face <laughs> she's like fully. yeah it just exactly. spits it all over you and you're like oh there it is yeah. <laughs> luckily yeah. those times are mostly over with the spit up situation <sighs> So, um, in the car today, our amazing, incredible guest, Tara Rara, she, um, she has a, you can't see right now because her hair is down, but she has an unusually large brain. Uh, like the back is like, you know, you know, the, uh, you know, the alien heads, how they have the big back head. She has a big back head. Right. It's all on the bottom though. It it's, doesn't go up. No, no, no. It doesn't go up. It's like yeah. a reverse alien backhead. Yeah. Because of the brain being so big. Because of the brain being so okay. big. Okay. I mean, it's gotta and go somewhere. It's gotta go somewhere. Right. There you go. Someone actually <laughs> Mine told went me somewhere. Someone told me that you can see who is like if you were like the middle child or the first child or the last child actually. Riza did. Riza. Shout out Riza. Um, no, no, no. Not even that. <laughs> but based on, I don't know, it has nothing to do with the brain. But based on if you're the first child, then they're going to, the the parents are going to hold you up the entire time. They're going to like make sure they don't put you down ever. And then by the second child, they're like, they like start putting you down, like letting you lay down more. And so your your head is on the ground or on, on like a service more. So the flatter your head, <laughs> the younger of the child you are. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. And I was like, what? And so I was like, nah. And I was like, here, feel my head. And she was like, you're, you're the baby. And I was like, well, I got a flat head. I was like, you trying to say my head's flat? Like, wow. but it's true, I guess. I don't know. And That's then, fascinating. I right? Mean, it makes sense. Totally. Yeah. I'm an only child, so. No flatness. Right, see? So that's why the, you got a nice round curve because you were curve. propped up. See? So mm-hmm. it, uh, do you know what? Let's see. Let's see what we got here. All right. we. You were the first child, too. Ooh, Wait, is shoot. that true? You probably already knew that. Though. No, I didn't. I didn't. Are you, are, do you have siblings? No, no, no. My sister's older. Oh, <laughs> see, okay. I See, I'm not the, the scientist on this. We right, got to get right, Riza, right. Riza in here. Your mom probably loved holding her little boy. A hundred percent. She probably just held you every chance she could get. That's right. She loves you. Out of fear. Out I mean, of fear. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to run off. Right. He's going to go produce a hit record with somebody. I got oh, no. to hold him here. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that was more of like the vast majority of my girlfriends. Don't leave. Don't make music. 
Stay with me. Don't don't make music stay with me forever. <laughs> don't give do up your the, dreams. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? You don't want me to follow my dreams? No, follow me. <laughs> don't do the thing that made me so attracted to you in the first place. Right, because just quit that. You, you right. might get other people attracted to you if you do that. Yeah. Therefore, mm-hmm. that's a deep one. We could totally deep go down one. that path. <clears throat> so what I, where I was going at with that? Yeah, where were we going? And she truly is, like, super sharp. Um, and to prove it, <clears throat> I'm going to hand my phone to her. And my phone has the biggest word in the English dictionary oh, on I it. I know this word. The word is pneumonia ultramicroscopic siliconocaniconiosis. I've been practicing that since I was seven. <laughs> actually, that's so funny because I actually would practice that word all the freaking time. <laughs> that was an awful high five. Hold on. we got to get it. There we go. There was at least some clappage I'm, right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to hand her the phone. She's never looked up this word. She... Did you know of this word? I didn't know it until you said it today. in the car today. And I told it to her in the car, but she didn't look it up. And yeah, so I'm going to hand you this this phone. Okay. Which and you're going to break it down. You're going to take a guess of what gonna, the word okay, means. I'm gonna take, oh, take there's no way. This, okay. it's, You're smart, bro. But the definition is shorter than the actual word. New, okay. So first of all, I'm just going to break it down as far as like, medical terminology goes so pneumono means of the lung because pneumo is lung and uh ultra microscopic i don't know that just sounds like really small (laughs) ultra microscopic what are you trying to say uh oh so it's something really small (laughs) in the lung silica see it's it's on too plain so i'm not sure how to read this so, I can, I can, uh, so you can ask me to my, use it in a, uh, <laughs> use, use it in a real life. My, okay, microscopic silicoval, silicoval. That That's okay, one part. So, so something to do with sil- silica, covalent caniconiosis. Caniconiosis. Okay, so osis is the state of something. This is, this is cannula. I don't know, but it's some. It's the, the state of something being really small in your lung. Great. Okay. That's um, pretty. Can we can we look up the close. can we look up the definition of that? Uh, oh, oh, good luck having to spell it. Why don't I just copy and paste right. it on my phone? It's only the longest word in English dictionary. Oh, that might that might be easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, a lot easier than actually spelling the culture. I mean honestly M If I was better if if I was a doctor I'd be able to tell you that cuz all but it is you, is just medical terminology. You knew I didn't even know any of that what it meant like I could never just break that down in sections. And that's why yeah I like I need to get more knowledge in my brain. I need to get my brain bigger Dude. like yours. Yeah, so. medical terminology is crazy. Like everything can just be broken down into exactly what it is. So like, I got it here. Okay. It is, drum roll please. An inverted long word said to mean lung disease caused by inhaling very fine ash or sand dust. Wow, wait, that's pretty literally that's actually wild to me. Yeah, yeah I said, what did I, I say? The state of something that. being very small in your lung. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, ash so or like fine dust. dust. So, yeah, yeah. So like oh. There you go. Okay. She got it, ladies and gentlemen. That's amazing. absolutely wild. Yeah. Wow. I'm baffled. Yeah. There have been multiple baffled moments where I'm just like, how the heck do you know all this stuff? Oh, man. It's, it's, it's pretty wild. Medical terminology <laughs> is crazy. 
Yep, yeah. it is. Really just one thing means another. Like I had an oophorectomy, which just means that I had an ovary removed. And which is different than a boophorectomy. Diffi a little difference. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. Uh. <laughs> Wait, boophorectomy. Yeah, uh, me. <laughs> One sounds slightly more fun. Yeah, slightly more fun. <laughs> what, what, what does a pneumothorax mean? A punctured lung. Oh, dang. Okay. Counts number. That's great. Oh, well, yeah. Pneumo. That His was literally lung. the... Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. We got to get this gal on some sort of a game show and win us a bunch of money. That I'm not would be that crazy. smart. Like, honestly, no, a what? doctor yes, you could are. have answered that. Right. Yes, but question. you just said a doctor could have answered that. So you just answered a question that a doctor, are you a doctor? No. So you literally answered a question, basically a doctor. You're like, no, it's fine. A doctor could have answered it. I'm like, no, 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 you you did answer it. So you are up there with the almost the intelligence of a doctor. Close. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a C. <laughs> and they have to go through extensive schooling and tests Sorry. and stuff. Um, yeah. I know a lot of friends that went through nursing school and that. That shit's crazy. Yeah. Well, I went through pre-med to get into midwifery school because I went to school so that I could learn how to give birth, help people give birth to babies outside of hospitals. Okay. That's like where, what I went to school. And for. how would one, but what's the process of one giving birth outside the hospital? Like what if, <sighs> what if God forbid something happens and, or maybe I'm around and someone's water broke and I need to give them advice. What would you tell me the advice to give them? Well, water breaking isn't actually indicative of Okay, birth. it's coming out, uh -huh. it's ready. Uh-huh. What would I tell, what would, how would we do that? Um, just try to get the area as clean as you can, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so difficult, like every situation is so different. Some people push for hours. Ah. Okay. And some people push for 10 seconds. So just clean space. But as long as like we're, we could be on some rockage, some crazy terrain, as long as it's clean. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it just depends on how like impending the birth is. Is it is there a time to get them to a hospital or uh. a birth center? If there is, then great. Um, but it is kind of hard to tell because every situation is so so different and there isn't really a way to be like this baby is definitely going to come in the next five minutes so it's more of like you know the knowledge of telling people like hey like even if your water breaks it's not impending like mm -hmm. it, like you don't have to like you're not like you have some time you can get there and just people don't really know that so like you were um giving them that that knowledge or yeah, well, it's honestly, it's like, it's essentially being the care provider for the person throughout their whole pregnancy and through the birth. So they kind of take place of an OBGYN okay. in a sense. But, um, but yes, like the whole water breaking and then giving birth is very much for TV. Rarely, right. rarely, rarely does that happen so immediately. Wait. Sometimes the water can break and then people don't give birth for another 24 hours. So what's on TV is not always real? No. Oh. No, it's for drama. Uh, it's, it's for drama. So people think, oh, the baby's coming. Right. It's for the drama. That's Love it. That's and actually wild. I love how you're being sarcastic about it, but I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's not that the TV is real life. <laughs> like, yeah. And in some cases, the water never breaks. Like in mine, my, mm -hmm. my water never broke. 
and she huh. was just came out in a bubble. That's wild. Yep. So it's in just it's just something to be like the water broke, the climax is about to happen, uh-huh. and it's like, whoa, we gotta get everything ready, rush her to the thing. Oh no! Uh-huh. But it's really like. It comes when it comes, and if the water didn't break, then you know. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, that's dang. That's some knowledge I definitely didn't know. All for the TV. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder what else we don't know. So many. So many things. (laughs) What are you hiding from us? (laughs) So, um, I'm getting really into reading. And by reading, I mean listening to audiobooks. <laughs> of course. Because, <laughs> you know, books. That's uh, how you learn. Books were so... <laughs> but, yeah, uh, 2010. W- one thing that I'm really curious about that I think would be a really fun conversation to have is, like, <clears throat> what the common denominator is between all of your friends and your friends and my friends. So, like, for example, it might be oh, they're all so different, but the one similarity is they all have empathy or they all have this or that. I was reading about these personality traits in a book, so curious about that. Maybe we can start with, with Rara over there. Yeah, what do you think personality traits the common denominator would be of your of friends? all of our friends? Um, gosh. See how she said all of our friends? Like she shares all of her friends with the world. She's so kind. <laughs> My friends are awesome. I'm very biased, but I truly do think that I have the best friends. You have a huge friend group. I love them. Huge friend group. Shared qualities. Tell us a little bit about your friends, and then maybe we'll get into the shared qualities. Well, I don't know. I have, well, okay. Some of them I've known since high school, and they're just hilarious. And... (laughs) And I don't know, just smart, able to hold kind of multiple truths about situations. Like their views don't invalidate anything else. It's just like this is true and this is true. It's not so binary, I guess. So Critical of, thinking, like Blake would say. Critical yeah, critical thinking. thinking. Yeah. Um, that is my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love critical thought. Very important. Uh, but... I don't know how else to describe them. Uh, fun, happy, hilarious, theatrical. Mm. Lots of like, lots of just theater and their. It's not. I, I don't want to say performance because that makes it sound sort of fake. But just how they present to the world, it's like they are the main character. That's main character. One hundred percent accurate. Most of your friends are main character energy. Oh, that's yeah. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that's it's true. really great. And nobody feels upstaged by anybody else. Mm. So then you have a room full of main characters that are just vibing out. And it is. Yeah. That's sick. It's peak. Really? Usually when you get a bunch of main characters, you get a lot of that. Everybody's yeah. like, right. no, 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 no. I'm the main character here. You need to sit down. Yeah, you can't that have main character. Brad like, Pitt and Denzel Washington and everybody in the same movie. Sometimes. Sometimes you can have some. I've seen some movies where they get. I'm like, they'll just come out as extras and I'm like, wait, what? Like, did Seth Rogen just pop out there for two seconds? Or it's like so random. Um, but. Well, people don't mind playing the fool. I think that's a thing too, is that the confidence level is so high mm. that people don't mind sort of playing the fool or the jester or whatever while somebody else is sort of like taking the 
the spotlight mm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, there's uh, so like people are, com are are comfortable sort of playing different roles, I guess, and mm -hmm. sort of you know everybody's comfortable taking up space, but then also giving a lot of it too. There's mm -hmm. one friend of hers that uh, has some some traits, some skill sets that I've actually taken notes and written mm. down so that I can adopt upon myself. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever done that. We've been like, yeah, Ooh, that person does something. I That's want. sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, music like I saw. Right. I'm like, ooh, that like I'll like kind of jot that down there a little bit and like, ooh, I'll take from this. Piece. Right, this right. So kind of the same thing, but yeah. characteristic wise for personality. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He does this thing where he's just the leader of everyone. I call him the ringleader. The ringleader. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and so Papa me Bear. being a person who youngest, you know, uh, youngest of the family and my dad was always planning all these trips. Let's go to this, you know, let's go on this rafting trip. Let's go to this, you know, skiing trip, learn to snowboard, ski, do all this stuff. Let's go, um, you know, just all outdoor nature stuff. And then my mom, super active too, where she would take us to like the, the pool and all these like summertime activities and, Everything was planned. And then, of course, as we've mentioned before, I lived down the street from the high school. So when I was a kid, it was just all the activities came to me. It was natural. I didn't have to do any of that. And so her friend, he just plans everything out, figures everything out, and it's just like, cool, just get behind the, the conductor and let's go. That's sick. And I, I'm learning how to, slowly but surely, learning how to do that. Like, okay, let me plan this trip. Let me take the lead. Let right. Me figure out how I can boom, 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 boom. Well, I feel like good leaders, um, they have good good leaders have a quality of instilling their leadership um, roles and stuff that they do upon other people. So mm -hmm. it's cool being around people and leading the whole group and stuff, but it is cool once all these people start reciprocating and they're like, wait, hold on. Like, what if we start leading as well? And so they start coming up to that level and now they're starting to do these things. And then you're like, oh, wow, I can like sit back a little bit. I don't, because mm -hmm. they're like leading now too. And I don't want to step on them leading. So I'm going to let them lead. Right. And so I feel like good leaders um, have that quality. Like, like you know, you, all your friends are very main character and they don't want to like dim anybody else's light, but they are all very their own main character. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the leadership kind of rubs off on people, mm -hmm. I think. If you are a natural leader and other people maybe aren't as much, then there is the opportunity for that to sort of be distributed. Right, yeah. and I really value that concept of people being their biggest selves, but also allowing multiple realities to be. So for example, you believe something, I believe something different, I can still respect you. Right. Um, right. As long as, you know, it's not anything crazy. For sure. But for the most part, it's like there's love. Everybody's understanding each other. Because it just seems like, especially looking at media and um, anything along those lines, like they're publishing things that, yeah, hopefully they're true. Usually they are. But they're also dramatized, uh, dramatized for the sake of views or whatever that looks like and then people start arguing getting frustrated about things and it's like look can we just all realize that we're all living the human experience we're all 
babies, grown up babies that act like we have it figured out. And in reality, we don't have it figured out. So let's just all have fun, laugh, like clink some glasses, have a great time and agree to, you know, disagree or agree that we're all in this together. And that's what I like. Right. I feel like as long as people aren't pushing their opinions on you, because that's when the problem is, is Mm -hmm. because because even like you like unless it's something crazy, well, it's like like, you know, if just keep that to yourself, like, you know, don't push that on me. If like you're some crazy religious belief or something that, you know, probably goes something against or whatever. And it's like like um, I get being outspoken and like wanting to um, like put this image out of yourself as something. But. Um, yeah, like forcing that on people, and it's like if you don't do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. like you know, it, I feel like there's a lot of common ground you can sit right. on with people, and that's where there's room for people to thrive. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people who do have really particular religious views about stuff, they feel the same way as other people. I think that they everybody kind of has similar ways that they feel about things. It's just that they have a very specific set of terms and words and definitions that they use to describe this thing. But a lot of people think God as like energy, for example, like people who are who are just more spiritual could probably read the Bible and replace the word God with energy and it would make sense more sense to them mm. in that sense. Um, I'm sure there's lots of other things, too, that you could replace uh, biblically or whatever um, with just terms that are a little bit more neutral and not that delineate to an actual story with physical people or whatever. And I think that people actually have really similar beliefs and values and standards everybody just wants to be safe mm-hmm. and loved and happy and eat well they want to love their neighbors they want their, their neighbors to be loved by them um i think that most people actually really agree more than they disagree but people have a very specific s- lens that they view things mm-hmm. in and then that lens kind of others everything else yeah and when you step back it's almost kind of humorous when you're like oh look there are all these humans that are arguing about the same thing they're like i believe that everyone should love each other this way no i believe everyone should love each other this way let's have a war about how you should love each other (laughs) and well and then who wins in that situation not the people fighting because all the people fighting are putting all their energy into fighting and all their people are dying or whatever getting hurt or they're um, and the people that are winning are the people that are instigating the fight. So, like, maybe these people that shove these things down the media and, like, in your throats and stuff and, like, skew certain narratives. And because it's all – it's divide and conquer. Okay. Like, that's what basically this this whole world is. Is So when you have the people fighting, all the people at the top – are looking back and like, <laughs> while well, their money's stacking up and everybody's fighting and losing money down in the bo- and like their energy is super low and yeah it's yeah unfortunately great messages are used for evil purposes sometimes for control um, and one of my favorite quotes is would you rather be right or would you rather be happy and sometimes I'd rather just be happy sometimes I want to be right though I'm a human. <laughs> Right. It happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, sometimes when you feel very strongly about your value, and if you like, mm. if you feel like somebody is saying something that goes against your value, mm-hmm. then yeah, 
being right, I think, is a little bit important. But just being right about like some random fact. It's like, yeah. oh my God, just let them let them have that. Yeah, like if <laughs> let them have that moment. It doesn't matter. Right. Hundred yeah. percent. If if somebody wants to <clears throat> even like like I um knew somebody who kind of spoke out about some certain uh, political views and um, in the music scene and he like quote unquote got canceled or whatever. But there's a piece of me that like does respect him for having a strong belief, but having that strong belief and knowing that you're gonna say it and speak it out loud, you have to be ready for certain consequences Mm -hmm. by saying that. And so, but those certain consequences could actually benefit you because if you are a certain type of way and a belief and you state that, then it could just separate you from people that weren't resonating with you in the first place. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's funny because being in the spotlight, you kind of have to be careful about what you're going to say and you have to like be cautious about, oh, am I going to get canceled? Oh, this and that. And so, um, yeah, it's almost refreshing when people don't walk on eggshells. Yeah, authenticity. I mean, Mm. if people are just appeasing the audience so that they don't get canceled, how is that something to look up to? Like, that's not iconic behavior. No. Right. You know? Yeah, there's there's responsibility comes with that level of um, notoriety or awareness. And I think that you can go one of two ways. Right. Well, you can play it safe, but if you don't play it safe, you can go one of two ways. You can be kind of blindly spewing your viewpoints and um, saying things in a matter of fact way, no matter what you think. I don't I personally don't believe that people should state their beliefs and opinions as fact. It should right. be this is what I feel. This is my perspective. Right. Just so you guys know. You're allowed to have your own perspective. This is what I believe. I'm open to criticism if it's constructive. If it's negative, you know, I might delete your comment. That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have a really funny story. This is just reminding me mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite things that's ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> Honestly, the story yeah, this the podcast story. right now well no. yeah okay uh, we're on it uh, yeah okay top five right um so uh this has to do with uh you, are, you guys are familiar maybe with the uh with like the law of attraction like people who believe in um whatever that is and like manifestation manifestation mm-hmm. yes Absolutely. and like Absolutely. and like uh the whole like abraham and esther hicks is like a very prominent mm-hmm. figure who like speaks about this kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh there's a book called the secret yeah i with knew the secret? you were just about to say that okay i literally was like oh the secret the secret so there's also a movie that was made from the secret mm-hmm. i never read the book the secret but <laughs> One time I was staying at a hostel in Queenstown, New Zealand, which is like a very like small alpine town, but very much party atmosphere. In the wintertime, people go there to ski and snowboard. In the summertime, people go to sit by the lake and go out and drink and party, have fun, whatever. And so I'm staying at this hostel. Uh, I'm probably, I think I'm like 20 years old. And this hostel that I was staying at had a movie theater. 
and it was me and probably 50, 50 other people in the movie theater. And we're all like 20 years old. And you know how you are when you're 20, when you just move out of the house and you kind of think that you know everything a little bit. You kind of think that you have like a, a real understanding of how the world works now that you're Invincibility. Fine. Yeah, like there's a bit of um, like, in incredible confidence that kind of goes over into naivete a bit. Naivete. It, yeah, naivete, naivete. Naivete. Yeah, but um, I don't know. There's just something about being young and confident and a little naive that I miss, honestly. That was a fun time, lots of good energy. Um, but, okay, so there's like me and 20 other, no, sorry, 50 other like progressive 20-year-olds that kind of think we know how the world works and the movie the secret starts to play and everything that they're saying in the movie is they're the way that they're speaking about manifestation is they're applying it to really physical objects and they're making it seem such as such as like a bicycle mm. so ferrari this one a i check like writing a check and like yeah putting it on the wall i don't remember what else they said but i'm certain that there was a bicycle mm. used as an mm. and used as an example so just something in what ways oh like the, uh if you want this bicycle just think about how you want the bicycle yes. manifest the bicycle Absolutely. And, and it will show up on your doorstep and it will show up on right. your doorstep you don't even have to do anything you just have to think about it and so they're showing this to all of these 20 year olds who are very into um, sustainability and activism and um, and they're talking about the power of thought and how with the thought you can accomplish anything. Change the world. You can change right. anything you want. And so we're look, <laughs> like we're, get a bicycle. Like get a bicycle. <laughs> and and we're looking at this and everybody just starts booing because we're like, this is so materialistic. This is how you're gonna use the power of manifestation. And the whole theater just erupts into boos. Boo! <laughs> And after about 15 seconds, the movie goes and completely glitches and stops playing. The DVD just failed. That's manifestation right there. Yes. <laughs> oh, so it man. works. Yes. And then we all just we couldn't believe it. Just erupted in like, oh, my God, it actually works. We did it. Because you're just hating on this thing the whole time. You're like, wait a second. Oh, my God, we did it. We did it. Oh, shit. You know the secret oh my god um anyway <laughs> it was just so funny and i think about that probably every week honestly wow. the roman empire <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's my roman yeah. empire <laughs> oh man I, do you think about the roman empire often I, I don't i don't and i can't say that i do i mean when if i see a history movie or something or something i'm like oh like that was a cool that was a cool area era of yeah. time yeah, cool and look yeah, at, but I don't I think about, about that every week. But it's that's funny. You think about that every week. Do you, I mean? But you so the premise obviously wasn't the materialistic things. It's I feel like they were using that as sort of uh, just okay. Like think about bike, you get bike. But think about filling the world with love, and mm. you will fill the world with love. Or like you can kind of give it to other things instead of materialistic things i've been reading this book called that would be a cooler message right yeah. well so i've been reading this book called the power of the subconscious mind and it basically is kind of it goes into that a little more in detail but um yeah it it's it's just how your subconscious because 
say, have you guys heard miraculous healing stories about people in the hospital and like they're terminally, like they have mm-hmm. something that they're about to die and they, their good faith in themselves and just like being positive and like, no, we're going to get through it. And they're like, well, we had a miraculous recovery and like somehow you're okay. And so, like, I mean, have you guys heard stories like that? Yeah. Stuff? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's it. I would say, as far as saying it's even a fact, when you mentally give up, when you're in that hospital bed and you are like on your deathbed and you're like, it's time, like I'm ready to go, and you just like it's you've given in, you give up, then your body like willingly is like be, because your subconscious. Um, it tells your body. Your body just kind of responds to whatever your subconscious does. It, and so if you're like, yeah, time to give up, your body's like, well, the boss man upstairs said we're giving up. So, like, whatever, we're giving But no, okay, like, no, nah, like, we can fight through this. Like, we can do this. Like, I'm healthy. I'm um, I'm young. I am, like, able. I'm healing. I am able to get through this and stuff. And you can kind of will yourself out of that. And so it, it goes back to the same sort of premise of getting that bicycle Mm -hmm. and so if you think upon something or um say i'm gonna get this new house in may and saying things like i'm going to not like if if i'm gonna maybe if i get this house no 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 like like the very minimum you're gonna get the house not or even over the top is i have this house or like like I am the house or like even <laughs> like literally it's a part of your being. And so not even when you manifest it, it's not like I'm going to sign. No, it's like you are living in this house currently in your mind. You're living in this house and you're doing, you're like even on to the next journey of thinking you're in this space and you're right. It's like, I am house for, for the rest Brook of this and mortar house, house, Blake, Blake and mortar. I am mortar. brick by brick. The, the rest Can of the podcast the hairs of your chinny chin chin is we're gonna get one of those snapchat filters and make blake a house so he's just a speaking house the whole time i am house i love it but what i really like about that is um that yes it might sound really woo woo but when you break that stuff down you can actually uh, you can actually attribute science to all those details and i don't know maybe brainiac over here can tell us the science of the whole situation but but like i would love something along the lines of there are probably um you know something secretes in your brain to uh, to to heal your body or maybe when you're feeling senses of confidence and empowerment then your um your nervous system or um when you get sick your uh, whatever that's called, um, you know, is stronger and therefore you can heal your body better or, you know, something along those lines, but by no means am I. Well, I'm, I've even, I've body. even heard, um, well, actually I'm, I'm curious to hear, uh, like if there's scientific explanation behind this. I can't speak to that. I don't know. Um, but what does make sense to me as far as not not quite talking about the self-healing part, but more of the I am house part, is that <laughs> that 
that seems less internal metaphysical to me than it does external and logical because if you're saying i am house you're speaking to nate and i about how you are house <laughs> and you're um and you're letting people know you're speaking about it you're letting people know that that's what you're thinking of and then when people think of you that's maybe what they'll think about mm. and then more opportunities may sort of start to like ripple in mm. your direction because you are taking actual actions right for that to happen you're not just sitting by yourself and like praying silently right this is really interesting because <clears throat> can we talk about your goal thing again the sober celibate thing yeah is that cool yeah okay so it's so interesting because on one hand it makes total sense this is a perfect example of two realities that that are you know um that that are opposites that can be real at the same time. And one is that you had the I'm sober celibate and no caffeine for the betterment of my mental and also had the money goal that you have that right. you took out. And right. you took out that money goal partially because it was just intuitive. Right. But you also told me that there was a concept behind it where it was like, well, if you tell your goals to everybody, there's psychology. something to be said there. The psychology right. of feeling like you get that dopamine hit, like yep. you already accomplished it. People pat you on the back. Good exactly. job, buddy. Exactly. But the opposite of that kind of is if you do tell everyone, then everyone is thinking Blake business opportunity. And when they are out chatting with people, right. then they say, oh, I know a guy who's trying to do that. Exactly. And those opportunities can come. Yeah, to exactly. or like, so, yeah, the Snapchat shows up, it's Blake in a house. People are like, that's a funny that's a funny photo. Tell me right. the story behind that. Oh, and Blake's right. looking for a house in there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or like, like say, I, um, I feel like opportunities present themselves and you're just not aware of them yet. And you don't know, like, in the moments that these are the opportunities that you might be missing. But so say, like, so, I mean, for example, we just met outside this room. We met the guy who's a part of Lifehouse, like, the band Lifehouse, who I sang covers of their song. Wait, the really? Green... Yeah. The guy we were just talking about. That there. was my ringtone, sophomore year of high school. Because it's you, yes. me, <gasps> and all other people. Oh, Dude, nothing to lose, and nothing to do. Because it's you. So good. Oh my God! So far, yeah. Well, not. I I'm think the, the lead singer. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Wait, he might be here, but we have his contact and stuff. But okay, okay. so it's like, say, um, I mean, and that there's a bunch of things that can be said about even that interaction, and like trailing back to maybe wanting to be on a podcast in the first place, and then manifesting this relationship with Sunday, and then getting here, and then bumping into certain people that's going to benefit stuff, or even for my music career, it's like I see myself performing or I, I have and I have performed on bigger stages performing maybe my original music in front of a, a wide variety of audience of people and stuff and so then boom before I know it it's like he's over there and he's offering he's like yeah come on the podcast and perform a song and mm -hmm. so in that moment you have the chance to be like because that's the opportunity right there mm -hmm. and so it, you don't think of that in your head as like no 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 this is this is that moment I, yes, I will. And then I'll figure out the pieces until the yes, and then I'm I'm performing now in front of the people. Instead, if you block that off because you didn't put that out there, like I want to, I'm performing in front of these people and putting that vision out there, then in that moment, you're like, nah, I'm not ready for that yet. Right. Like, you know, I've like still working on some stuff and like, mm -hmm. I want to get my voice a little better. I don't like the way I look right now. Or I don't like, so you're going to put walls up. You're just going to put so, but then once you have that vision, you 
break all the walls down basically and it's that clear path is so i'm sitting there and i'm like i every part of me wanted to be like kind of mosey around i was like i'll perform a song and i was like did i just say that yeah i just said that i was like yeah "Yeah, well i'll and like why wouldn't i perform a song like i'm like i can perform i can sing i can do it like why wouldn't i like put myself make a fool of myself if i make a mistake put myself out there so yeah you know that's the beauty of being around people that are doing something that you want to be doing too because as you said that to him yeah i'll perform a song i thought to myself wow one day I'm going to get to the point where I'm that confident. <laughs> right? Turns but see, it turns out like, I was not that confident. Shit. Exactly. Because I was sitting there scared of shit. I was like, dude, do I want to perform my song in front of this? And it's like, yes. Nope. No hesitation. Thought Like, out, like maybe a second of hesitation, but just immediately like, nope, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and maybe like that opportunity wouldn't have been, or that opportunity would have always been there. You just wouldn't have been able to see that if you didn't have these things ingrained in your head mm-hmm. too. So, or like even like these, these opportunities we're talking about future plans of whatever we're doing business wise. Mm-hmm. And if I had never kind of thought big vision and thought of all these things, then when you start saying this, it wouldn't have resonated with me as mm-hmm. much. And so I already did the work mm-hmm. of like, um, and then it's just like, oh, shit, like these are maybe the pieces that could lead to this. Right. And so then you start taking it actually more seriously and start figuring it out and taking yourself more seriously. And so it's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. Just like if you call me and you tell me that you're shitting bricks, I'm going to get a little scared because you might actually turn into a real house. A house. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the house yeah, joke. I was nervous. Like, you were nervous. I was like, the not second you said bricks, I was like, is this going to be a house? Okay. I was like, is this going to be heartfelt or is this going to be a house joke? Right, right. Yeah, well, you uh, know, if you start making house music or something. Right. I mean, we do a little house beat at the end of every one yeah, of our we'll episodes. Do we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> to the window. To the wow. <laughs> Oh, just drop down my balls. Oh, Have you seen there. the acoustic cover? All of these bitches come. Oh, ski ski, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. ski ski, goddamn. It's I would like, love to. it's like, what? Like, okay, <laughs> get a little clap, get the coffee shop vibes going. Come on. What was the song that uh, one of our friends, Abe, the three of us, um, realized that there was some 90s song that everybody sang? And turns out it was a song about dry humping. You know what song I'm talking about? We were just, I was my just hump, like, my hump, are my you hump. Isn't it the song that's obviously about dry humping? To me it wasn't. That song by Next, Real Close. Yeah, yeah. How's it go? It's like, I'm dancing real close, making it hard for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. you, you got a voice. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. I know that she did a good, a, such a good impression. I actually it's know the song. <laughs> yeah, let like me. It's so excited. So it's called real close. We're gonna look up these lyrics. It's hilarious. You know? Oh, we know. I think but it's obviously about dry humping. But oh. when you're th- when you're singing it, you're not like, oh, these people are dry humping. dancing kind of close. Feel a little poke. Coming through yeah. on, on you, you. right? Oh, no. Like it's obvious. It's hilarious. Feel like, a little poke. Yeah, feel a little poke coming through <laughs> on you. Like really, like as a kid, I never noticed that's what was going on. Yeah, yeah it says, "Step back, you're dancing kind of close." I feel a little poke coming through <laughs> on you, and then he goes, "Now, girl, I know you felt it. Boo, I know you can't help it." You know what I want to do. It's like, <laughs> this is getting a little awkward. 
Uh, I then, love how like dry, like how to the point music was back in yeah. the day, though. Yeah. Like this song literally started. I wonder if she could tell that I'm hard right now. Wait, what? Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to say like it's off. Like it's just yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's come on, dance, baby. Not. It brought this up. Do you feel it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy it's just i'm oh, reading it seeing how much he's Abe. into it and she's not that's the funny part oh, no, or, or is it funny or is well it? that's why that song wouldn't be able to come out now no no yeah that's so funny though now music is like way more between the lines or like you artistically say that you have a boner like while you're dry helping a girl, like some artistic fashion, right, right, right. and then it's like, ooh, like okay, like Picasso, right. Picasso, yeah, yeah. yeah all the boners are metaphors now. Right. The, 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 the uh, you know, the sunrise on the Eiffel Tower is the Eiffel Tower. Usually, <laughs> right this trousers. morning, <laughs> the Eiffel uh, trousers, the Eiffel trousers. Oh boy! Oh shit! Uh, maybe I'll become a Eiffel Tower. Uh, hey, well, you got you got your house right here, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we've got house, I we've got house. landmark, landmark, yes, and, and well, we just have to decide what you are, and then we're set. Yeah, how, yeah. Uh, uh, like uh, natural feature, maybe natural feature, like a waterfall, right? Or yeah. a natural feature. Uh, I don't know what else. Well, Waterfall sounds great. I that am Niagara. Also, yeah. That could also be, you know, a dirty song, but in a very poetic way. Right, yeah. right. Look at that dual meanings. Yes. Or like yeah. even rappers, like they they'll do triple meanings in some songs. Yeah, what are they called? Entendres. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. If you know any off the top of your head yeah. right now. There's the Tupac ones. Realize, don't realize, realize. Ooh, right. She came through with it. it Look at there's a lots of snaps going on right yeah, now. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know there was a point where Jay Z did one and then said he did one. Uh, it was on like a song with Justin <laughs> Sorry, Timberlake. I thought, I thought that was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did one and I said I did one. So basically, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Alien Head over here was like, "That's not a triple entendre." <laughs> Kendrick did a bunch. Um, there's some TikTok I, I watched that it just goes through some of the craziest ones. Mm -hmm. And yeah, art, the artistry and stuff behind that. I find that amazing. Or, oh, um, oh my homie Zhao. I'm going to butcher this. I'm sorry, Zhao. But um, cue the sad music. Uh, like, it, it was talking about something about cooking up. And he's like, but I ain't got no time for this. And like, it was like time. Because like he doesn't have time to, for this, but also Cooking time up. as in like the the, 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 the spice, herb. Yeah, the, the, the herb. herb. Right. Yes, yes, the herb dean. Yeah, love that. Oh. Love that. I had a song that I wrote in high school, and I this isn't a double or triple entendre, but I used the same word throughout the whole verse. So it was like holler at me when it's close to a holiday, like a hologram looking fine in the holloway, hotter than a jalapeno. Like Ooh, that. okay. Like that. So that was fun. Okay. A little different. A little different. I that love just, how you knew it though. I'm oh, like, you know, any song you write in high school, you memorize, I'm right? Like, what did I write? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are any of the songs I've written? Yeah, that's the only one that is appropriate. The rest of them are just ridiculous in the most not great way. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. What's your best song, Tara? My best song? Um, Actually, you do have a song that you wrote, you a rap that you wrote in like high school, right? You showed it to me once. Is it Dimes in My Pocket? <laughs> 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 if it's the only one, then probably. <laughs> Do you have it memorized? No, 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 no. Uh, womp, womp, no, womp, no. Womp. But I remember trying to record it on like Windows ninety eight or yes. something, and it only allows you to record in like thirty second snippets because it's was it was nineteen ninety nine, right? Or, I guess that's not high school. When was I in high sure, school? Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Two thousand three or mm -hmm. something. Um, I can't believe it's been that long. Mm. And sometimes when I'm out with my baby, I I wonder if people are judging me for being a teen mom. Yay, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> wow, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. That, that's your structure. Well, right she there. said hair mom. flip. Right. Sometimes hair I wonder. Flip. No, it's just weird because I'll House, meet, I'll, I'll meet people that mom. are. I'll meet people that are like my age and I still feel like I'm 18 years old compared mm. to them. It's a very strange feeling. Really? It's a very strange feeling to be out in the wild as a 34 year old woman. It just doesn't Gosh. make a lot of see, sense. See, I come by like 18 year olds or even like some 24 year olds. Well, I also have had a lot of growing in these last 70 days, like a lot of growing. Like I want to say at least like 300% growing. And I still have, I still have like you were way short. more. Percent. I was <laughs> no, I was I was very very small. Yes, there was a there was a big growth spurt of growing, but um, growth spurt of growing, but that's almost an entendre. It is almost. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll see. Like I'm like these 24 year olds or something. They'll they'll like say something, and I'm like, what? And I have to remind myself. I'm like, okay, I do have a couple years on you, but like also like I understand. I was I was there for sure, not to speak on like oh I'm all knowing now that I am seventy days sober and I am like perfect and everything. But holier than thou, you've I, done the work. <laughs> I was definitely able to see parts of me in other people that now I can look at and be like oh wow like I used to do that mm. like that was not okay. I'm glad I don't do that anymore. Like do mm. I have any bit of that in me? And no. So even around like eighteen, you know, I'm I can't even. I don't know the last 18-year-old dude I was around, to be honest. I don't yeah. know the last interaction. Um, um, yeah, or deep interaction, deep talk. Yeah, because you're in nightlife, right? So you don't really come across. Not even. I are. like. I stay out of nightlife oh, and really? out of, no, 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 no. I'm like far removed from anything. I go out for my event last Friday, and uh -huh. then if the homies have events and stuff, maybe I will pop out. But I've... I've done my rounds in this city for so long. Like it feels, I feel ancient already just walking around, going to different events, connecting to all these different people. And I'm like, now it's time to take self, take some time for myself to really look in on these connections and this network I've built and like now utilize it and do mm -hmm. something with it that's bigger than just going out every single night and making more connections. And totally. um, yeah, I would say, I would say though, um, maybe speaking to younger people, because uh, I have before, and there is a sense of disconnect because um, maybe I'm it's it's like almost teaching somebody that has like me trying to teach somebody who just got into music like 
what music is and like how to go about like making it and like I'm like I'm just like oh yeah put the track up like I got the mumbles going and like I want the tune at this because that and then I also want the ad libs to go and then I, then we'll have the echo on this one part and stuff and then boom put me in for the chorus and like people are like if I said that to a person just getting into music or like even younger people that are kind of just developing in life then it, it's just kind of like huh right, you so, know so in life you might feel a disconnect with those individuals because they haven't gone through 500 mistakes and 300 yes. lessons and 200 opportunities so right and so forth. exactly yeah exactly i so I don't. How are you? How are you connecting to these people that, um, that are walking around these eighteen-year-olds? I'm curious. Well, it's not even necessarily that I'm connecting to other eighteen-year-olds. It's just that when I meet other people that are my age, I feel a lot younger than them for mm. some reason. Like you're old. It's very you're strange, but like for some reason, I just revert into just feeling like I'm a lot younger than I actually am huh. and I don't necessarily feel like I'm a mid-30s person with a toddler when I'm out by myself I just feel like I'm a young independent woman <sighs> or something well I, I got some so, people I gotta introduce you then for sure because so I know strange I mean I certainly have the energy of one like I right. go to bed at 10 I love my sleep I'm not necessarily at 2 a.m. trying to you know keep the party going I mean I can be if I'm at like an event or something and I make the time to be but that's not my default by any means right. um, so yeah my energy has gotten a little bit lower but it is just so interesting to me how I am like wow I still I feel like I'm in my early 20s okay so i actually it's do weird. resonate with that because like i maybe just not making the same mistakes as i did back then but with the knowledge now i still feel as youthful mm. as i did yeah. in my 20s you know yeah mm, i remember people completely adults i'm when still I was in my 20s kid <laughs> you know saying things like like oh yeah when you get this age you start feeling like this and everything changes and you start losing this and losing that and it's just different. They would say all these things start aching. And I'm like, I feel exactly the same as I've always felt. I was like, I don't feel any different with the exception of like a bad injury I had once that it's like, no, none of that's there. I mean, massages are a lot. I like, I like uh, value massages a lot more now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, dig in, yeah. motherfucker. Like, yeah, get, get in there. Yeah, yeah massages literally equate to a lot of happiness for sure. Yeah. So what? Here's a question, uh, for Rara over there. So what? Just absolutely, like blows your lid off, makes you super happy. Just super, just things that make you happy. Things that make me happy. Um. I mean, really, just being silly with my friends and feeling feeling like I am safe and seen, and the all of me is accepted in a group of people or with a person, and then just being able to joke and like do satirical things and do sort of performative comedy and just you know kind of I mean I'm honestly kind of what we're doing right now a little bit yes. just laughing talking making jokes and kind of understanding that 
we all kind of share similar values, even if we have different opinions, different perspectives, different experiences. But um, I don't know, just being able to come together and laugh about things. And what what makes makes me very happy? Mm -hmm. What makes people what makes you feel safe and seen specifically? Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of different facets of my personality and lived experience. I am not just, I'm not just one person with kind of like a monotonous sort of one dimensional life and experience. Like I've been to midwifery school. I've practiced herbalism. I've gone to Burning Man 12 times. I've um, owned a cannabis farm. Yeah. I owned a, I owned a cannabis farm. Like, wow. uh, I also, um, at one point, I don't know, it's, it's more difficult now that I have a toddler, but I love to go out and dance and, you know, go yeah. to festivals we can dance and a little bit right now. that whole thing. Right, and right. I do think that there is kind of like a shared sort of thing with dancing and cannabis and Burning Man. And so that all kind of is sort of a similar flavor of, of person. But I don't know. I just think that there's so many different shapes and sides to me. And so to find people that see and accept every single version of that, because there are pieces that are so different from the other. Mm. Um, uh, and then like, there's a part of me that's kind of bougie too. I don't know. Like my, my whole mom's side of the family is like very fancy LA Jew and, um, they're very particular (laughs) and there is a part of me that is kind of like snobby, I think, but that's not really a part. I wouldn't call my, my personality snobby, but I do have fine tastes in things, but it doesn't mean that I you know, won't buy something if it's not nice. It doesn't mean that I'm going to like judge anybody for that. It's just that Mm. that is a facet of me too, that I do have fine taste in things, but then I also will, you know, get dirty at festivals and dance and whatever. And I don't, Mm. you know, I'll go camping, backpacking, you know, I'll eat canned beans for three days in the wilderness, you know, like, I'm I'm not afraid to like wear diamonds and get dirty, you know? And so I, I think that there are so many people that kind of will live in one area and live in another and see one thing as, um, you know, gross or not as nice or, you know, you're not as elevated or low frequency. That's the best way to put it Mm. is that people are judgy as fuck and they see other things and label it as low frequency Mm. behavior. Which makes them low frequency. Yes. And I think that's all bullshit. I think that you can do whatever you want and sample all the little flavors in life and, um, just as long as you're, you know, having fun (laughs) and loving it, then that's really great. And I think that what makes me feel seen and accepted is when people can, people in those different little niches can love and accept all the other parts of me Mm. as well. Like bougier friends, if they don't like, if they if they don't make faces at me when I tell them about my backpacking trips and how I dug a hole to poop in, um, you know, or like if I'm telling my backpacking friends about whatever I did in L.A. with Being my ratchet. with my, mm. you know, my great auntie and her taking me to like this really nice place to eat and whatever. I just don't want to feel like I'm being ostracized by people based on the things that I like to do. 
Um, and so mm-hmm. I think that just having people who are able to love every single part of me um, makes me feel safe. And yeah, yeah, that's seeing. really good. And I feel like one way to look at it is that people are going to judge things that they don't understand. Um, but if people are accepting of all things, then like you said, that's that's really what it's about. I The way that what I was thinking earlier is what are the chances that you're going to see that like ratchet thought like with the cute nails uh digging a hole taking a shit right exactly Uh, it's unlikely but if i'm the type of person who is into the super ratchet or the super bougie stuff then i might judge that because I'm like, someone, oh, I'm not someone would even stick- say that digging a hole and pooping in it is ratchet <laughs> some would say that yeah but i mean i just went on a backpacking trip with like 10 girls who are amazing they're just like we had so much fun but i was kind of laughing at myself because i had these like cute nails and i'm like setting up my tent with my nails yes. and i'm like yep this is this is me oh yes <laughs> i will admit that here one of my nails. least favorite things about myself is how bougie I am because <laughs> you can literally rip the part of the menu or block the part of the Airbnb or the rental car off with the price and I will always choose the most expensive one. And it's so annoying. I'm just like, can can I hire a hypnotist to make <laughs> yes. me be the type who's like, I yeah, know you know, one. I just want four walls and a floor. It's just the more, the more basic, the better, man. But I'm just so I just want the nice, like, see this wall back here? Like, I like purchased this wall to get put up in the house, and then we moved, and I purchased the whole new wall again to get re-put up and custom with the angle. It's like, why do you need this stuff? It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, what I want to spend my money on, and I do, but is on uh, buying back my time, on services, uh, things that create more great opportunities, more great Amen. experiences, etc. And it's nice to have nice things. I mean, we're here. It's right. cool, but it's just silly. Right. I'm I would say I'm more on the end of I like bougie shit, but also like the homie was like, "Hey, um come out and perform the song and um I'm opening up for Crank That, like this huge DJ, and come out perform a song." And I was like, "Okay, I'm down." And he was like, "Wait, really?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll come fly out." I was just like, "I'll buy a trip." And he's like, Okay, well, like, dude, like, uh, like, I'll show you the whole town. Like, I'll, like, will we, like, did you need, like, like, a place to stay? Like, well, hey, like, it's, I'm super sorry it's gonna be in, like, this, 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 like, you're gonna have to sleep on the couch, but also, um, like, are you down to go to this restaurant? I'm like, dude, like, yeah, like, I am so chill. Like, I just wanna be a fly on the wall and I'll come in and literally perform. Like, you don't, you don't even think I'm there. I'm just doing this just for the experience of performing. And, like, it would be cool to go and, like, explore Ohio and whatnot. But um, I'm just like, dude, it's like, but don't go out I'm your way. Literally so chill. And it was, it was funny because um, it was like, well, like, no. And I was like, nah, like, I'll yeah. sleep on the couch. But I was like, I'll sleep at the airport. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, I'll get some, literally go to my gate and I'll just sit in the chair or something and work on the computer and pass out for a couple hours. Like, I don't care. Like, totally. I really don't. I could sleep anywhere. Yeah. Um, and me, I'm but, like, is this distilled water? Right. No, no. <laughs> is, but Is there no mineral in this? I, I would love to get to a point where I could, like, like, I can just be bougie and I can, like, like whenever I want. And, it, like, but, but I mean, I can't, I can, but it's also, 
like maybe even more step into that or mm. something. Well, or... I think that there's also a difference between just being bougie and buying things that are expensive and being bougie and buying things that are high quality. Because just because things are expensive doesn't mean that they're high quality. I'm sure there's right. like I'm sure there's like thirty thousand dollar Birkin bags that are not actually made very well. Or you know right. whatever, um, but ju- but I think that being able to look at something and tell whether it's some it's something quality, if it's sustainable. Hey, is this thing going to last for a long time, or is this thing just going to break tomorrow? So I do appreciate kind of that sense of being able to look at something and say whether this is a good investment or mm-hmm. not. Right, right. Do you want to? Are you expensive or pop off with with a. ChatGPT. Let's do it. Yeah. So what we'd normally do here to end our podcasts is we ask ChatGPT to ask us a question. Cute. And I'm gonna roll off of that general concept of this or that. So I'm okay. going to say, please ask us a question to end our podcast episode. Make it a this or that style. That's so question. funny. I, I just played a, a game with ChatGPT. I was like, give me 30 this or that things and just went through them really quick. That's a fun mm. game. What if we got I, a couple? Because I, I, I feel like. I think we need to give it an example. Oh, an example. Because it's, it's not given the right. What's an example of this or that? Like. like or would you rather? Like, do would you rather? Bougie or. Uh, would, bougie or you know I, I think if you phrased it like a would you rather like would you rather do blankety blank or do blankety blank mm-hmm. right sure. or is that okay did you have any in- input or uh I was thinking about it but then I realized that it doesn't utilize chat GBT so, so and that's part of the thing so I'm gonna retract did you have a good one uh, this or that yeah no okay no 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 it was just a suggestion if chat GBT was not working and we were running out of time or okay. something i was gonna Got make it. a suggestion but don't worry about it okay. are any of those Chat, ones that gave good gbt is being kind of lame but uh, would you rather live in a world where everyone communicates only through music or through art or would you choose to have the ability to read minds or be invisible at will Ooh, uh, wait hold on hold on you want that one well i mean i feel like all these are like one answer things i feel like mm-hmm. we could we could answer all these quickly right you Just think like, so bang okay. bang bang sure right? sure Bang, bang. All right. Would you rather live in a world where everyone communicates only through music or only through art? I like music. music. Yeah. Music would be funnier, I think, because there's so many tones and pitches and you can go like, and like, it's kind of hard to communicate that through art a little bit. It takes so long to have a conversation. It would. (laughs) But you're just painting pictures and shit. (laughs) It's just so lame. Um, Would you rather choose to have the ability to read minds or be invisible at will? That's so easy for me. What's Ooh. yours? So easy. I would never want to read people's minds. That, I think ah, that would be see, I'm glad horrible. you said that. Then actually, horrible. I like that. I so that read minds invisible could get you in trouble, but you know that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. invisible would be like better him. for people with anxiety. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to go with invisible Dang. too. <laughs> I kind of want the minds. So I just want to hear it. Yeah. Just hear I, just it. I don't care if it could be bad or whatever. Blake I just is here it. for the tea. I'm the here pop, for the tea. Yes. Hot tea. Even if it's going to burn you. <laughs> yes. Burn your house down. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, in a future society, would you prefer to travel flying by flying cars or teleportation? Teleportation. Yeah. Thousand percent. What? Obviously. Come on. Um, would you rather go back in time to meet your ancestors or forward to meet your descendants? Oof. Dang. Forward to meet my descendants. I, my brain has to even. Oh, so like meet my kids' kids, that kind of thing? Yeah. There is no guarantee that you'll have descendants. So, you know, there is that, right? I think I would go back in time. I think so too. I've always been very curious about meeting individuals. I look at the picture of the person from like five generations ago and they're all standing there with a really serious face for some reason. I don't know why people used to be really serious. You like you pop up and you're like, hey, what's up, great, 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 great grandfather? And he's like, hi. Yeah, I just am curious about those people and the curiosity about do we kind of reincarnate in a sense with our personality traits and our genes. My sister has this picture of my grandpa, which I've met uh, before he passed away, and he looks almost identical to me. It's scary. Yeah, yeah it is wild. very much copy-paste. Like yeah. it skipped a generation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. That's wild. I would definitely go into the future because I, I just know that it's going to be – Spawns of myself, of minions, right. Blake Juniors. Yeah. Although I would rather go check out the future. That's what I'm saying. Past. I want to even but. just see the future. What's up? What's yeah. popping? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, would you prefer to have a personal robot assistant or a personal human assistant who is a master in all skills? Hmm. Dang. <clears throat> this is fucked up. I have an important question that would determine my answer and that is will the human quit well that's the thing about being a human is you can quit being a robot can't quit and like, you well, literally have how the, good is the robot what i was just gonna ask I what mean, are the robot's credentials does the robot suck at everything right because it doesn't mention it, those. i mean personal robot assistant right <laughs> it I would be a horrible <laughs> it could be chat gpt being a little self-conscious right, right now if it was if it was if the robot was also a professional in all the skills than the robot for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. because just for the fact of like the human's gonna quit and you know which is a dark thought if I type thanks for these questions I wonder if chat GPT will ask will you type answer five just curious yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Wait, uh, please, please answer that one please <laughs> it's important it. for Assistance. feedback beep beep right it's exactly oh. well this has been amazing. It's wonderful to have our first alien on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, We're going to end off on a... Next time, we'll, you know, we'll ask you about your, your world, your planet. Okay. But for this time, we kept it down to earth, so to speak. I feel really at home next to you, my friend. E.T. foam home. Like, I know. We're like super close on this something. one, right? Like yeah. just yeah. housing it up yeah. right here. Shall we? Shall um, we? Shall yeah, give me something we, sexy. We, give me like a sexy bass line. Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Boom.
Let's get it. Let's go. <laughs>